You're listening to KnitCast, the podcast about knitting. My name's Marie Urshad, I'm your host, and for this edition, I'm in the studio of Jenny Brown, knitter, spinner, and owner of Fiberspate's hand-dyed yarns and fibres. Jenny, when did you first get into knitting? How did it all begin for you? I was visiting a quite a popular clothes shop and I saw these fantastic huge chunky scarves and they were so expensive so um, I thought right I'm sure I can knit one despite the fact that I didn't actually realise I could knit at the time so uh, I trudged off to um, a rather fantastic yarn shop that we used to have in Cardiff and purchased about £50 worth of yarn that was for a jumper that was nothing like the scarf yarn whatsoever but that um, started me knitting and I realised that there were some fantastic yarns out there and I was inspired. That was probably about five years ago. So it started off with the knitting but you also weave as well. Were you doing that before the knitting? No, that came shortly after. I suddenly realised there was all these amazing things out there and I saw a course on weaving and thought... Oh, I'll have a go at that. So, yeah, I did. You've also got a rather large Ashford spinning wheel downstairs as well. Obviously, it didn't take too long before you were spinning, as well as weaving and knitting. No, well, on the weaving course, it was in the Handweaver Studio in London, and they teach spinning as well, and I saw all these amazing spinning wheels and fibres, and I couldn't resist it. So soon after I finished the weaving course, my mum brought me a spinning wheel for Christmas, And that was it then. I just started spinning and I got very addicted to it. It's fantastic. You also hand-dye your own yarns, but you're you're doing this now as a business. Did you ever think one day I will be making money from selling yarn that I've hand-dyed in my own colourways? I guess it's a bit of a dream, really. I mean, I'm always a bit obsessed with trying to replicate yarns that I see. So with Noro, I was always trying to spin yarn that was like Noro. And then decided that I'd have to paint quite a lot of sort of fibres and yarn in order to, to be able to do that. And then people really commented on it and loved the yarn. And eventually I started selling it on eBay and it just went from there, really. So, yeah, I guess part of me had a bit of a dream that I'd be able to do it one day. And where does the name come from, the name Fiberspace? And also it's got quite an unusual spelling as well. Yes, the name Fiberspace comes from... I started my blog on the internet and it's a pun on the word cyberspace and basically I just have lots of spates of fibre activity so that's where it came from. So how does the dyeing process actually work? Normally I suppose it would be a logical process of choosing the colours but often I tend to splodge colours onto the yarn and then decide that I like them. So it's trial and error most of the time. But obviously becoming a business, you have to become more methodical about things. So I, I get a lot of inspiration from plants and flowers. And in fact, one of my yarns, Foxglove, my mum had a beautiful Foxglove in her garden and she challenged me to make a yarn with those colours. So she did me a little swatch, a uh, watercolour swatch, and um, I managed to actually match the colours up and make the yarn and it's pretty good fun. So yeah, I start with the colours and then go from there really. And what type of dyes do you use? It depends. If it's wool then I use acid dyes, which is pretty standard. How long does the whole process take? It it does take quite a long time. The yarn has to be prepared into hanks um, so that it's paintable. And then it has to be soaked, um, which normally happens in my bath, <laughs> which, uh, to my husband's dismay. I mix up the dyes and then paint them on. 
and then cook them <laughs> and once they've been cooked I rinse them out and wash them and everything and then they have to normally drip drain in the garden and then get dried and uh, rehanked or whatever. Yeah it's, it's actually very, quite a labour intensive process. What weights of yarn are available at the moment in your colourways? I have sock weight yarn which is 75% wool, 25% polyamide, a DK weight yarn which is 100% wool and also some silks which are lace weight and a bit heavier than lace weight and there's a lace weight mohair which is hopefully coming out soon. And how many colourways do you have in your range? Quite a lot. Um, I have about six colourways which get knitted sell but I always have about probably about 30 and I'm always making new ones all the time and obviously some are better than the others. And Is it a difficult process to actually create a colourway? Yeah, it's impossible because I mean normally if you if you make a colourway and you're messing about you you know you splodge different colours in and you sort of work it out and then it looks great or it doesn't but unfortunately you have to document everything as you go along so I have to weigh every little bit of dye that I put into the pot when I'm mixing things up and to experiment is is it's really difficult to do it methodically because you lose the fun of being able to just uh, make it up as you go along and also then of course to replicate the colorways is very very difficult <laughs> because different yarns take colors very differently and sometimes I switch suppliers of yarns and the yarns change then change color and so on and even within dye batches the dyes they send me can differ slightly so it can be quite difficult to replicate things. We've already talked about one of the actual names of the colourways, Foxglove, and how that was conceived. What are the names of the other colourways, and is that something that's easy or hard to name them? Generally, it's really easy, because I look at it and think, that reminds me straight of what it is. So there's a pansy yarn, and that as soon as I saw it, I thought, my gosh, that's just like pansy, so I had to call it that. It's generally quite easy. Um, occasionally I'm a bit unsure and I did a competition on my blog to get people to give me names to give me a bit of help because I wasn't too sure about one of them. So that thing weighs like that really. And it's not just yarns, it's also fibres. What sort of fibres do you sell? What sort of blends? I sell fibre like merino and tussa silk, kid mohair, things for spinning really. And sometimes I blend them on my fantastic drum carder those will be for sale hopefully on the website my website soon and that's www.fiberspates.co.uk and there'll be a link to that on the netcast blog when are you hoping the website will go live quite soon in the next couple of weeks at the moment your yarn is available from getknitted.com an online yarn store based in bristol in the uk how did you come to sell your yarns through get knitted well i was selling them on ebay and sue who owns get knitted happened to purchase a couple of the skeins and she loved them and we sort of talked about it and discussed perhaps me starting to sell them there and it just went from there really. And among the yarns available from Get Knitted are also yarns that are in the Get Knitted colourway which you've designed. Yes I did colours with lots of different colours in that one it's fantastic. It's got pinks, purples, blues and greens so it's quite brightly coloured. People who go to the knitting and stitching show at Alexandra Palace in London in the middle of October will actually have the opportunity to meet you because you're going to be helping out on the Get Knitted stand selling your yarns. Are you looking forward to that? 
I absolutely can't wait. I actually sort of was hoping that Sue was going to ask me if I could help and I said, oh, I'd love to just volunteer and meet people and chat to people about knitting and yarns and things. And it just very exciting. So yes, I'll be there for the four days. And what's the show like for people who haven't been seen it before? Because you've been the once. It's absolutely incredible. It, it You have to go. It mustn't be missed. It's worth going for more than one day because there's so much to see. It's very difficult to take it all in. And it's quite emotional, really. But if you love knitting and, well, and stitching, you will just be in heaven. One that I particularly like is the colonnette stand because it looks incredible with the, all the colours and everything. So, And lots of other yarns, places which perhaps you don't normally get in your your, your local yarn store. You're also developing your own line of patterns to go with your yarns. Tell us a bit about those, about what's available at the moment and what future designs are in the works. At the moment, I've tended to design smaller items like gloves and scarves and things like that. But I've just been working on a jumper pattern I'm quite pleased with and hopefully lots more jumpers and coats and things to to come in lovely bright coloured yarns. Is there one kind of yarn in one particular colourway that sells more than any other? Um, Yes, the Wild Fox Glove is the most popular yarn, which I didn't expect because I tend to think that people like pinks and purples and blues. I think people look and get reminded of it, so that sort of probably sparks the interest, I think. Fiberspeed isn't your day job, sadly, because it's, it's your small business. But by day, you're a psychology researcher for Cardiff University. But you've also been looking into uh, knitting and psychology. Tell me more about this and about what's been happening. Well, I've always been interested in how knitting can work as a therapy anyway, and I've given it quite a lot of thought and always wanted to run studies, experimental studies on, on that topic. And recently a lady got in touch with me who is writing some articles about knitting as a therapy and everything sort of went mad from there and got to the point where now we're hopefully going to be running some studies with knitting and seeing what impact it has on on people's brains and lives and things. So it should be good. Very exciting. And what about the future of Fiber Spates? It's a, a small business now, but you've already talked about how much you love Colinette. Is that a dream of yours to maybe have a company as big as that? Absolutely, yes. I'm so obsessed with knitting and yarn that that would be a perfect dream of mine to have a a larger company, yes. Jenny Brown. And Jenny will be on stand C35. That's the Get Knitted stand at the Knitting and Stitching Show Alexandra Palace in London from the 13th until the 16th of October. I'll also be at the show interviewing some of the organisers and designers, so if you see me there, please do come by and say hello. Links to Fiberspates, Jenny's blog and Get Knitted can be found under the show notes on the Knitcast blog. That's at www.knitcast.com. You can email me at feedback at knitcast.com. I'm Maria Urshad and that was Knitcast. Thanks for listening.